0: to the Gloom and Gleam podcast. My name is Jessica, and I'm an ex-evangelical who has moved into the Christian, witch, and Christo-pagan world. We live in a world full of light and darkness, and I'm here with you today to explore the beauty to be found in the gloom and the gleam. I'll be honest, it took me a while to connect with bulk. Living in South Texas, everything is starting to green and bud by February. Right now, we're actually in the midst of a record-setting cedar pollen season, which is always fun. So this idea of, hold on, winter's almost over, we can make it, we're almost there, that never resonated. Snow-covered fields, gently dotted with snowdrops, is as foreign to me as Mars. But when I take a step back from the visual trappings of Imbolc and look at the center of the day, I'm able to connect with a deeper and more meaningful take, especially when I look at Bridget. So today I'm going to share a couple of stories about Bridget from her saint and her pagan sides, and then we'll go into a guided meditation to connect with her on a more personal level. Like much of the ancient Celtic gods and goddesses, there is much that has been lost to time that we will likely never recover. But what has been left paints a picture of a goddess who is important at all stages of life. She's hailed as a goddess of sacred healing waters and the source of the spark of creativity. A goddess of rich milk and cheese, the foods that would help rebuild strength after a long winter and the goddess of the smith with the strong arms that job requires. She's a triple goddess, the maiden of inspiration, the mother of the hearth, and the crone of the transforming forge. It is said that when she was born, a pillar of fire shot up to heaven, hovered around her house, making it appear on fire. She's a goddess of protection, and at Imbolc was asked to protect the home and the livestock for the year ahead. There's a question as to whether St. Brigid was a real woman or a reskinning of the Brigid legend. I like the theory put forward in Brigid's mantle by Lily Weichberger and Kenneth McIntosh. They posit that she was a nun who saw the power and symbolism in the goddess Brigid's story and so took on the metaphorical mantle to protect herself and the women under her care. We certainly see an overlap of imagery between the goddess and St. Brigid. On the traditional-style Catholic prayer card, there's even a snowy white cow in the grass behind her. There's a sacred well at her nunnery at Kildare, as well as a history of a sacred flame kept lit by 19 nuns. One of my favorite St. Brigid stories shows us a sign of the creativity and strength of the goddess in her. St. Bridget went to the king to request land for a nunnery. He was reluctant to offend the new rising tide of converts, but didn't want to just give away land. So he scornfully said, Of course, I'll give you all the land as you need, as much as your mantle can cover. I imagine she must have smiled a little as she asked for a representative to go with her to carefully mark out her plot of land. She traveled to where she wanted the convent, premium land that would support the women, and with a nun at each corner of her mantle, they spread it out and began walking, and walking, and walking. The mantle stretched and stretched until there was land enough for the convent, gardens, orchards, everything they would need. The king, while shocked, was true to his word and granted St. Bridget the land. So all this talk about fire, cows, and magic cloaks, how do we translate that into something meaningful for today? All of these symbols are tied into continued survival, moving past a long, hard period, and into a thriving time. This is a message and a type of energy we all need. In the best of circumstances, 2020 was a very tough year. I don't know of anyone that had gone through that year with a sense of thriving. Survival, yes, but not true thriving. So today we're looking toward that flourishing life. We're putting in place the things we need to get to the point where we can let go of the breath we've been holding, where we can loosen our tight shoulders and feel the warm sunshine again. We're starting our meditation by imagining we're outside on a late winter evening. I'll leave the details of the landscape, temperature, and surroundings up to you. I know personally I'm tired of hearing about beautiful snow when everything is just gross and muddy. Now, take a deep cleansing breath. and find a breathing rhythm that is comfortable for you. Starting at your feet, relax any tension you may be feeling. With each breath, feel your muscles releasing. Move up to your legs, noticing any tension held and breathing into that space. Soften your belly muscles, relaxing fully into your chair, bed, or mat. Breathe deeply, opening your chest bringing your shoulders down from your ears. Unclench your jaw and lower your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Take a deep breath, feeling the air in this new space you have made. Soften the area around your eyes. Take a few more breaths. Now imagine yourself outside in the dark. There is no one around you, and you feel at home, In your surroundings. Nearby, you see a small glimmer of light. Walk toward it. On a simple stone pedestal you see a single candle glowing in the night. As you walk into the circle of light, you feel warmth flowing over you and into you. As this comforting glow surrounds you, your feet begin to tingle with energy. You look down and around your feet, early spring flowers are beginning to bloom. When you look back up to the light, You see that the candle has been transformed into a hearth, home to a warm and cozy fire. Standing beside it is a strong, tall woman. Her smile is welcoming and loving, her hands outstretched to you. She walks toward you and takes your hand. They are rough with hard work, but gentle as she leads you to the fire. As you settle and become comfortable by the fire, Virgin takes off her cloak and wraps it around you as dark blue shot through with golden and silver threads. Beautiful and warm. As you pull the cloak closer, You are filled with a sense of purpose and love. You are meant to be here on this earth. You are love. Bridget sits beside you at the fire and smiles at you once again. She tells you, my love is with you. My presence is with you. You have what is required for your path. Now she leans forward and whispers something. Something meant only for you in this moment. Hold these words in your heart as we leave this meditative space. You may need to wiggle your fingers or toes, or gently stretch as you come back into a sense of your body. In the week ahead, if you worry that you aren't enough or that you can't make it, think back to this moment. Of the warmth, love, and guidance of Bridget. At the end of each episode, this is where I usually share what is feeding me, mind, body, and spirit. And I had this big list of basically almost resolutions and things that were helping me do that. And then in the middle of my podcast, my son came in to tell me that he needed a fingernail filed because that's what a seven-year-old needs in the middle of the night when he's supposed to be sleeping. And just the moment was so silly and so funny and so sweet. And he asked to record a song. So what's feeding me right now is this silly little rendition from my son of Here We Come a Wassailing. So, I'm going to share it with you. I'd love it if you left me a message on anchor to let me know what's feeding you or give me any ideas or comments on the show. You can also get in touch with me on instagram at gloom dot and dot gleam so <speaking in> here <Spanish> we come made a joy to you you Baba yaga, ba da boo, bee ba do bee And God bless you and send you a happy new year. And God Bless you a happy new waffle. Waffle time. May your candle burn brightly in the darkness. May your desires take root and flourish under your care. May the mantle of Bridget cover you this day and always.